0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on Rangers AGM Day at home and another dramatic day in Qatar. Ibrox chairman Douglas Park suggests they might not be able to meet the contract demands of Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent. Ross Wilson faced some criticism from shareholders but Stuart Robertson says the progress has been outstanding and at the World Cup Morocco shocks Spain on penalties to progress to the quarter final. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight you have Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. And AGM's always a big day, Gordon Especially when you're nine points ahead and uh, behind And you've got a new manager just through the door So a lot of questions for Michael Beale to answer Ross Wilson, Douglas Parks, Stuart Robertson uh, And a lot of uh, pertinent questions at that I'm sure the Rangers fans will pick the bones at that As we go through this evening's action Yeah, and I think one of the most important questions Was answered by the chairman Who's come under a little bit of pressure from a Certain support of the club um, When he was asked about Morelos and Kent uh, Obviously saying that They're trying their very best But there's a stumbling block there With financial wise Gordon And we all accept that Some players maybe want a little bit more Some clubs decide that they can't go that far Uh, Forget the World Cup as well We've got nine sleeps To the real football starts back And I hope it comes very soon It's getting closer And I was going to say Mark Wilson When we do get round to our World Cup section Because it's been a very dramatic day Obviously it will just be you and I Because Mm. Gordon Diel's already stated many times That he hates the World Cup For whatever reason Uh, I won't talk about it So we'll have to leave him out But Mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong I saw what looked like excitement on his face When Morocco Paninka their winning penalty To knock Spain out of the competition But 10 yeah. minutes ago It was the only flicker of life Was seen behind those eyes Throughout this full <laughs> World Cup process <laughs> I was going to say But more to the point 15 years I, I mean it's It really has livened up This World Cup It was a slow start But seeing some of the underdogs now Going through Morocco there With the penalties Got to say The standard of penalty kicks We've seen oh, in the tournament terrible. Has been horrendous Morocco through Spain out Onto Portugal Switzerland yeah, You chipping in that Terrible You don't know Well I've, I'm, I'm sitting in there Having a chat with you guys And you're obviously Glued to the TV I've got a great way Of summing this World Cup Quite simple for me A new a new um, way of going about it Forget it Toss a coin Penalty kicks That end or that end Get it done Off the park in 10 minutes Sounds great Brilliant, Brilliant. Thanks for your input 01419511025 Though that's the number you need on the phone So come on down Rangers fans Were you at the AGM today? If so What did you make of it? Even if you weren't You'll have followed uh, The points being raised So what did you make of the questions that were asked? The answers that were given? Was there anything you thought Should have been brought up That wasn't? And in terms of the, the sort of headlines If you like What about that from Douglas Park Suggesting That the demands of Morelos and Kent Are too high Would you be pushing the boat out To keep both of them? One of them? None of them? Uh, what do you think? And anything else you took away from today's AGM, please do pick up the phone. Anything else that's out there, come on, you decide. This is the beauty of this World Cup break. We decided to stay on. We couldn't possibly tear ourselves away from you for five weeks. So it's a bit more of a blank canvas. Why not pick up the phone and let the guys know what's on your mind? 01419511025. And don't forget, just like last night, 
Every caller who makes it on air tonight Goes into the draw to win a pair of tickets For a tribute night to the Celtic team That stopped 10 in a row Wim Janssen's team is at the Armadillo in May next year Many special guests from that team From that era And to win the tickets All you need to do is get on air Make a point to the guys And we'll draw everyone out of the hat At the end of the night And produce one winner You can get the tickets online uh, as well But it seems like much more fun to come on And do it this way Mark Wilson I'm sure you would love to win them oh, But you cannot It's a great prize I remember the day well It was fantastic I was only a supporter Aye. back then I was, was going to say player, only, one, only one half of the city Thinks it was fantastic Obviously mm. But that's the beauty <sighs> of this show Is you can Even if you're not a Celtic fan You'll know someone who is And think how popular You'll be this Christmas If you can supply the tickets So Fancy going down. down Yeah I would love we'll to get a couple along, of tickets yeah. 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SS. B uh, Get in touch with the guys And let them know What's on your mind Let's go to John Who's a Celtic fan In the East End What have you got for us tonight John uh, Hi Gordon Gordon and Mark How are you doing guys yeah. Good All John good, Thanks Alright good uh, Merry Christmas When it comes around Oh it's uh, the first one John Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the first one <laughs> Oh relax John And happy new year All the best Aye, when when it comes. I like it It's the 6th of December <laughs> man do, do, you know, do you know like It's almost like John it's like I've I've paid you to come on, John, right? Because I've got this very, very childish outlook on these things, and I'm going to admit it. Because we are all pals here. My birthday was yesterday, mm. right? None of you wished me happy uh, birthday. Happy birthday, that. Gordon. Um, and my my rule is that I only will consider Christmas once my birthday's passed. Your birthday. That's Even though I'm 33, enough. and it really doesn't matter anymore. The Christmas songs, the Christmas films, see for me, they start today. Mm. The tree and everything. So I'm glad that John has a uh, John's acknowledged that. By complete accident mm-hmm. Anyway John None of that is important So what about your Your football point For the guys tonight um, Basically what it is Is the, the company I work for I work for an American company And We get access to All sorts of Different level Different levels of internet Beyond what we get here Right And right. I was kind of reading Online That this guy Mohammed Magadi I think that's how you pronounce it is it is it advanced talks about coming to Celtic? Uh, and I was just really trying to get the boys, the guys, sort of um, thoughts on that. Feelings on it. Well, first of all, you're gonna. We'll need to bring Gordon Dale back. You lost him at different levels of internet. He yeah. just wants to know what exactly My you're on about. And somewhere if he else can get involved. You thought you were getting a deal there, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> you were ready to drop your current <laughs> supplier. I was getting you hey, John, what, can you, what can you get from <laughs> me, mate? On a serious note, Mark Wilson. I don't know if that's one you're aware of. Egyptian, yeah. Alistair yeah, Johnson's in yeah. the building. Yuki Kobayashi, Mohammed uh, Magdi is an Egyptian player, um, rumored to be. On Celtic's radar A creative midfielder Yeah um, You know Decent goal scoring Record for his club I think they won the 2020 African Champions League um, And yeah It appears that, that Celtic are, are Considering that I, I, I don't know how much Is in it right at this stage What would your thoughts be um, Initially Well When I look at the position He plays uh, Probably the same as everybody else You think Well where does he fit in But I could have said that About Haksabanovic When he came that Celtic didn't need a player in that position. Look, it might just fit into the the trading model that Ange Postecoglou warned everybody about. You know, uh, last month that mm. if if you hear Celtic link with players and they get close to signing players where they think they're oversubscribed, perhaps just perhaps one of the players that that are currently occupying those positions might be 
quick to go out the door Again if there is any truth in this It shows that Ange Postacoglu Is not one to sit still He's yeah. always trying to bolster that squad And push people So I wouldn't be surprised if it happened I suppose Gordon The only A different way of looking at this Would be Celtic's midfield strong It doesn't look like there's any glaring holes in it Yes Aaron Moy came in But did they replace Tom Rogic? You know, just in terms of a, a like for like or a direct, did they? No, um, I Is don't. That a space there. Uh, yeah, look, uh, I agree with Mark. Um, you, you think that when Postacoglu goes into the transfer market, you think, well, why is he bringing in another winger? Why is he doing this and doing that? There's always a method to his madness in that sense. Um, he's building a real strong squad for me. They're not. They don't. They're not stopping. They're moving. They're on the. They're on the front foot all the time. They're not resting their laurels. They're nine points ahead. Their transfer business is getting done quickly, which I think's a good thing because it settles everything down. But the interesting bit will be if he's bringing these players in, who are maybe one or two leaving the building. It'll be interesting for the Celtic fans to know that. What do you think, John? Is that an area of the pitch you would you would look at? I know there's been some other names doing the rounds as well, hasn't there? Yeah, I, and I think obviously we've heard for all accounts it looks like Juranovic has potentially maybe played his last game for Celtic. Um, so they're, they're making inroads obviously for filling that position we asked of Johnson and still having Ralston there. But we've also heard the reports of potentially Matt O'Reilly as well and this guy kind of... This is our point I was going to to you guys. is The difference between Celtic recently and Rangers, for that matter, it used to always be the case, and Mark will certainly know this better than anybody, Celtic were always a team who done all their business right at the last minute, and they would try and get that marquee signing in. And Rangers would have it all done and dusted and ready to go. Who is just totally... It's just like swapped. Celtic are now getting everything early, early doors, getting everything done and ready to go. No saying Rangers are going to go for the marquee signing, but they're not signing anybody yet, and we don't know what's happening with them as far as obviously the transfer market. And I was just really to see the point, the guy's mm-hmm. point on that as well. I mean, I guess, Mark, in terms of this window, direct comparison, Rangers are just in a different place. Michael Beale needs to assess what he's got first before. <laughs> Having a look at, at what comes next But generally speaking the, I could see you sort of nodding at, at parts of John's um, Yeah, well certainly at the, at the bit he was mentioning about Celtic I mean it was always well known that Celtic did leave it to the last minute And I think they I think they suffered sometimes throughout that I think they missed out on some targets Probably didn't give themselves enough time To get deals over the line Maybe relied on the size of the club To try and tempt people with that Rather than the package that they were actually offering And You know as I say I think they missed out In some real gems probably over the years But there's been a shift Soon as Ange Postacoglu has come in He's obviously come in and said Look this is the way I do things Yous need to back me For me to get this right Celtic board have says okay How do you want to go about this Get our business done early Before the windows are drawn to a close So I can concentrate on my squad and up until this point It's been hugely successful And I can't see why It would ever change Because I always think Getting players in early And having a settled squad Is much better Than having any uncertainty Near the end of the window Of course there was The South Korean striker Cho as well He looks good uh, to, well, You wouldn't know You don't watch the World Cup no. Of course He, he looks good uh, Again does that 
if it's almost putting these pieces together, isn't it, and trying to project what might happen. So everyone assumes Alistair Johnson, well, he is here, but they assume then that means Juranovic goes. Mm-hmm. If there is an issue, if there is a question mark about Jakimakis, is that where Cho comes in, or, or would he be one that's added anyway? Um, I think you could always do with three out and out strikers, but would it be a bit? Top heavy in terms of competition Postacolo try to find a way to get Kyogo and Giacomacchus And then if you had to add Cho Then I would think if he, he was in the country Or things had to progress with him It would open the door for Giacomacchus to go out I mean, It's not at that stage yet is no. it? But, but I think there's a certainty that they're going to unload As much as he's just getting quality after quality He's got a big squad there I, I think he's got the man management skills In fact we know that he has to keep everybody happy But Somewhere along the line As much as the board is saying Yep As Mark said You need to come The way of my thinking I think they're doing that With the manager They're backing the manager But the manager's been in the game Long enough to say Right okay As much as I'm getting Everything I want I need to be fair enough To unload some money Out of the club as well And bring in some transfer money Thank you John John goes into the hat For those tickets 01419511025 Kevin's a Celtic fan Also on the line What's on your mind Tonight Kevin? Yes. Hi, panel. Hello. Uh, it's just about the, the four guys on Celtic Sport. It's just the four guys that went to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got uh, Jovanovic is in the quarters. They've, they've done well. So they have. Um, and it's a credit to Scottish football as well. Us Hearts players, St. Mum. Um, yeah, it's just, aye. Mm-hmm. It's a credit to Scottish football with the amount of players that's playing in the World Cup. Yeah, Mark. Can that be a boost for Well Celtic in particular Having Juranovic Rangers have got Barisic Obviously Maeda scored Became And don't know if this will be On the teaser anytime soon But you know Not many people recently Have scored in the knockout stages Of the World yeah. Cup Whilst being at a Scottish club Can there be Knock on positives Or is that just a, a bit of a cliche No I think there's got to be I, I mean this is the biggest Football event in the world And once you get to the Knockout stages And we've got players in there Representing our league Remember when the teams Are are put up in Everybody's TV Around the world You know Quite often they'll be Who they play for If that's bringing The limelight To our part of the world It's only got to be A good thing The Australia team Last Saturday when we left the show and back in the middle of the pitch was well, I text you, didn't I? <laughs> I went a wee bit too early. So did that. I was doing the same uh, though. He was he, he was suitor, you won't know you don't watch it, but he was doing an unbelievable job on yeah. Messi for half an hour. He nipped the ball off him about four times in the space of five minutes. Yeah. And then obviously the magician took over and, and But he was <laughs> he was doing tremendous up to that and he was he was mentioned a good couple of times in T V. If that is bringing, as I say, the spotlight to us, then it can only be good at the latter stages of the biggest football tournament there is. Uh, and again, I know you don't watch it, so I'll make it more general for you, Gordon. Mm. Um, on on one hand, we've got callers saying they think maybe Juranovic is, is gone anyway. Does this help a sort of last minute push then to drive his price up, or you know, is that is that the way it can work? Yeah, no doubt, uh, especially the further they're going in the tournament, Gordon. Um, I think there'll be a lot of people obviously interested in Juranovic he's a quality player let's be honest about it and and Mark and the, the caller Kevin's right you know th- these guys out there you know Barisic on the left hand side Juranovic in the, in the right it doesn't get talked about Celtic and Rangers are promoting Scottish football which is brilliant but I certainly think if Juranovic 
for his own personal keeping himself in and his, his country in the World Cup going as far as he possibly can of course it gets your stock up a bit Do you think you've seen him for the last time in a Celtic jersey Kevin or is everyone getting a bit carried away? I'm, I'm, I'm in two minds so I'm a, uh, he's not come out publicly but we has, he's actually come out on Instagram somebody put something oh you're away but he's come out and laugh, laughy faces um, but you can take that with us but after his World Cup if they go far then I wouldn't mind them getting, getting money because we've just bought a player mm-hmm. which I've saw a few times and he's an able replacement yeah I'm going to spend the break trolling through Josip Juranovic's Instagram now to see if that mm. happened I, I would never doubt Kevin though Thank you very much to Kevin uh, In Bells Hill You're still interested in that different level of internet That that guy gets working in Yeah We'll be phoning him back <laughs> uh, John when he's no working in America yeah. John will be oh, John will works for an text. American company So he gets mm. different internet Yeah Username and password on its way Why was that relevant to his point? Well I, I'm not sure because he was saying that he This is where he saw the links with Oh, the, the Egyptian player that Celtic are linked to. I mean, but I've seen them. I don't have special American internet. Mm-hmm. Look into it though. Uh, right, thank you again to Kevin. He's in the hat for those tickets. Every caller who comes on air tonight and makes a point into the draw for a pair of tickets to that tribute night to the Celtic team that stopped 10 in a row back in the late 90s. So come on, 01419511025. Rangers fans, where are you? Um, yes, I know the tickets might be, have to be donated to a family member or friend. Uh, but push that to one side for a second What did you make of the AGM today? What did you make of the questions asked? What did you make of the answers given? Were there any big issues that you can't believe weren't addressed? What about this Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent contract business? Why not call us right now and let us know? We'll speak to you next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 So get in touch And let the guys know what is on your mind tonight Of course you can Are you alright over there? Yeah, take a look at this guy Practising his golf swing In the studio Whilst I'm trying to have a serious conversation <laughs> This bit of the show is vital Because this is when we try And entice people to phone in I'm yeah. giving the number Trying to make it sound exciting And you're standing in the corner Practising your golf he's, swing I was excited for it He's just listening off yeah, yeah. I'm he's feeling a bit stiff for our, our actions today earlier on. Uh, but you two were out doing a bit of filming ever. at a gym, lifting <laughs> weights. Worst ever, mate. Honestly, I've never seen him lifting weights. He always speaks about going to the gym. And we're not but he clearly doesn't do much when he's lift there. That much yeah. weights. And we're not allowed to reveal who won. Will this all be no, revealed on the? Was oh, that a challenge? Was it? Yeah, it is. This good, video will be a fun. terrific watch. Let me tell you that right now. Well, apparently, it's not out till early next year. Oh, Producer Callum uh, says it must be a feature length, like a movie. Should, you should factory get it out weights. before Christmas. Is that what you factory weights. Yeah, go to number one. Well, he's he's convinced that there's a VAR decision in one of them. Now we've not seen we'll anything, let, so we'll let the just let the audience decide. I think, right? You to leave it there. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. It was Rangers AGM day. Um, I've got a bit of a theory that Glasgow's the only footballing city in the world where people get really into the AGM because our football's so obsessive, isn't it? And you care so much about every aspect of the club. I'm not saying it's a bad thing; it's a great thing. Um, but it's always a chance for shareholders to go along, ask some questions. Some are good, some are not so good. And uh, you always it's in- I like the bad ones. Interesting to know um, what sort of answers the board members come up with. So let's go to Billy, who's a Rangers fan. What was it that jumped out for you today, Billy, from that AGM? 
Hi, Gordon. Thanks for putting me through. Um, the thing that put me through was that obviously Alfredo and Kent. Mm-hmm. If Rangers have come out and said that they can't meet their demands, um, why just not let them go in January? If we can get money for them, then fair play. But Mavellis, um, to me, this year, especially through injury and disciplinary and all the rest, and just his actual attitude towards Rangers, he doesn't want to be Rangers anymore. And Kent, you don't know what Kent you're going to get for game to game. So why not try and get some money for them? And actually, if the Rangers board, um, if they get money for them, then we need to spend money this January. You know, the same as what Celtic have done uh, over the other side of the, 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 the city. Mm-hmm. We need to spend money. We don't need to rely on loan players or um, free players. We need to actually dip in and actually spend money. Give Michael Bain a chance. Bring players in that are interested in playing for Rangers. No, just, you know, for the sake of, I've got a loan spell here, we can make ourselves look good and then go back to the Marin teams. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, the, the bit that's jumping out for a lot of people was the comments about Alfredo Morelos and, and Ryan Kent. What I think's important is to sort of note the, the detail and how this came about. So at the Q&A part, a shareholder asked Ross Wilson... Um, you know, essentially why Kent and Morelos have been allowed to run down their deals. And Ross Wilson says they've not been allowed. You know, two parties need to commit. Ryan and Alfredo are in different situations, uh, but there is a willingness for the boys to stay with us from the club, so from the, the club side. Um, in terms of why they didn't go in the summer, he said they rejected one offer for each player, but essentially said that they were too low. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that, that was the... I think that was the championship winning season, sorry, that that, that was in, in referring to. And then Douglas Park sort of interrupts, if that's the right word, I don't want to misrepresent, but Ross Wilson's answering the question, then Douglas Park just wants to add, and it's this comment that I think's got most people sort of, you know, interested, where he says, if the terms are unattainable, you've sometimes got to accept you've done your best. Mm. Are you like me and, and most other people in reading that, Hearing that and saying, well, they're he, not going to be in the building next year, or they're asking for more money than Rangers are willing to to provide. Is, is that yeah. what that means? First of all, I think that Douglas Park was, as a, the chairman of Rangers, was correct to come out and tell the shareholders exactly that, Gordon, because we'll always have this situation. Well, why they're not signing? They're running down their contract. It tells the supporters that Rangers are trying to sign these two mm. players and keep them there at Rangers, right? But so well, to be fair, Ross Wilson said that bit mm. in less, um, what would be the word, in, in less sort of obvious, t- Ross Wilson said that, you know, we're talking to the players, we want them to no. stay, that's fine, can you leave it at that? You know, once no. you add that, once you, why not? Once you but, add that next line, does it not tell everyone that the players want more money than you're willing to no, pay? No, I, I, think, I think Douglas Parts basically put it out there in black and white, if to say, look, we as a club are trying, but financially... It will not make sense. Now, there's a gap here for me in, in, in negotiations. If that gap is, say, take it in a scale of 10, between one and five, there's something you can work with with the player, right? The player will come down, you'll go up a wee bit, and I think you can meet in the middle ground. If that gap's between one and 10, then the player ain't going to come down, you ain't going to go up that far. So I think then they've got to make a decision on the two players 
How much money can we get in in January? Because let's be honest, they're nine points behind the league. I don't think a lot of people out there, and I know Michael Beals come in, everybody's talking about, you know, the managers bounce and he'll get people going in different styles and different passings and, you know, attacking football. Totally agree with that. That's up to manager. But I don't think they're going to catch Celtic, right? I could be wrong, but I don't think that. So they've got to get as much money as they possibly can. If that gap's so big, and they'll know that with negotiations, to get them out in January and get money in. No doubt in that. They can't leave that and let Morelos and Kent walk out the building for free. Right, Mark, what do you read into that then, those comments today? I probably agree with Daz in this one because, you know, as much as Ross Wilson was trying to say the thing that we always probably hear, we're trying our best and to make them go, Douglas Parks maybe just had enough of getting criticism, flung at them for for fans thinking they aren't doing enough and he's putting it back in the players' court. So I'd be surprised if they didn't move at least one of them on in January. Michael Bale, I think, would be desperate to try and keep them and try and improve them and make them into the players that they were a couple of years ago. But the club have to look after themselves in terms of finances. I mean, Morelos, if you look at Morelos's wage probably from January to May, or, or, or I'll probably run into June where the club are paying him, might touch about half a million pounds you know in terms of wages if that's a player who isn't contributing like we've seen in the last game against St Mern jogging about not pulling his weight and you've got a guy like Cholak banging it in for you why would you not want to move that on and, and redistribute the wages or the money elsewhere to get players in who are maybe younger hungrier more progressive to your idea so it, it didn't bode well in my opinion for Kent and Morelos both of them staying past January. Although, right, we keep everyone keeps saying this, and Billy's done the same. Well, just, just move them on in January, then just just move them How on. Do you? It's just difficult. Just get yeah. some money from just yeah. do it. Just move them on. What if nobody buys them? What exactly. if nobody wants? What if nobody? And it, you know, what if the offer then becomes so low that you think, well, you're as well just keeping them anyway. They they might score the goal that wins you a cup, and they might score the goal that wins you the league or whatever, and therefore they're worth more to stay than they are. Gone if the if the fee is so low. Like I say, I'm sure when uh, Ross Wilson spoke about a bid each getting rejected, I think that was in the the summer after Rangers won the league. I think that mm-hmm. was the time frame he meant. Now, of course, with hindsight, you could say, well, it's easy to say now. Well, that was a mistake. Should have yeah. taken it. Whatever it was, but you know, mm-hmm. at the time, if you don't think it's enough and you think the player is going to be worth more to you, it's then over to the player and I guess his manager to then not. Let your performance level drop to yeah. such an extent It's got to be a judgement in, in what's went in the previous six months I, I think that then comes to the manager And now Michael Beale knows these players He's dealt with them before But I think Beale Ross Wilson and whoever else Douglas Park Will have to go to him and say Can you see signs that you can Change this player And make him a worthwhile player At this club For the next four or five months of the season Because if you think it's going to be too much of a stretch Then there's no point in keeping him on whatever he's on. What would he be on? Twenty plus a week, probably in terms of Who? Morelos. Morelos. Probably high end of that. High, high end of that. I think the board, What's the point in keeping him? Move him on. But if Beale says, "I think I can drag something out of him," then they wouldn't let him go for a million quid. I think Rangers are very right, is. Mark. You're looking at two players just now that are on a good wage, and that's best of luck to the lads. Now they're not sitting there uh, looking at a new contract with. Reduced terms Because They've not kicked a ball None of the two Morelis has been terrible 
Kent has floated in and out of games Has not produced at all So they ain't going to say Right we'll go for a They're wanting more money mm. A better contract If you're Rangers And you're a board of Rangers right now Are you going to push a boat out And hope that Michael Beale In the next month or two Up to, to May Gets a tune out of these guys Absolutely not And I totally agree with Douglas Barr I think he was right Coming out Clarifying it Because Rangers fans Are fed up And we hear it on this programme All the time about the board don't give us anything out Don't give us any information out Well there Douglas Park turning around saying We want to keep them But the, the financial gap's too big just now Thank you Billy 01419511025 What else is on your mind then Rangers fans AGM day What about the answers given What about the answers not given Because sometimes that's just as interesting Were there any issues that You wanted raised That, that weren't You know anything along those lines What about William In Port Glasgow Take it away William Hi there guys Yeah um, I've watched the AGM um, Earlier on um, when, when the club posted it And uh, Thought it overall It was a Massively Massively wasted opportunity Some of the questions Were uh, Embarrassing And I put my head In my hands And some of them You know Things about Covid passports And where someone's Going to park their car Which I thought Was just a total waste of time um, But one question That I thought Was asked really well And the, the, the supporter That was asking it Or the shareholder That was asking it Was really Pushing Ross Wilson, Stuart Roberts on it, which I thought was fantastic, but it was probably the only tough question of the day. Was uh, asking the question about recruitment. The squad's been stale. It's not improved in terms of the transfer business. Ross Wilson's done. It's been terrible. Um, he's sold. He's had one success story in terms of a player that he's brought in and then sold on, Calvin Bassey. Um, the squad's just not went forward over the last three, four years. Stuart Robertson sitting there with a straight face and actually claiming that. The football departments came on leaps and bounds since Ross Wilson came in. It hasn't. Um, a more recent example of that was in the Champions League game against Napoli Ibrox, where eight of the starting 11 were players signed by Mark Gowan, seven of them signed by Stephen Gerrard, the other one, James Tavernier, was signed in 2015. And Ross Wilson kind of given a bit of a condescending and didn't really like his attitude back to the supporter as well, thinking that he is doing a good job. And I don't know, I just think it was a massive missed opportunity. and for Ross Wilson, Stuart Robertson to actually sit there and think that a good job's been done in the football department, I think is laughable and, you know, treating the fans like mugs, really. I think it was the, the, some of the wording used, William, because I'm, like, I, I kind of understand that they're not going to say, well, we've done a terrible job. They, they will f believe they've done a good job. They'll want to stick up for it. They'll want to accentuate the positives. Um, but I think you're right. The question that was asked, and th that was the one where John Souter was referenced, wasn't it? You know, signing a player with the the injury record and so on is that is that when Stuart Robertson sort of defended Ross Wilson and said it had been outstanding I think he used that word didn't he and I've seen a lot of Rangers fans say look even if you are not as critical as others even if you are sympathetic to the job even if you think there's been some good and some bad would you go as far to call it outstanding? Definitely not outstanding uh, far away from that completely because the whole point of the football department moving on in terms of what he's overseeing, one of the main things he has to oversee, Ross Wilson, is a successful player trading model. The whole point of a successful player trading model, in my eyes anyway, other people might have different views on it, but for, for me a successful player trading model is at least one player every transfer window or maybe one every two transfer windows. You've always got someone in the squad that's ready to go, that's ready to be sold for big money that you've brought in for 
a nominal or decent enough fee and you know you're going to sell him for 15, 20 million pounds like you can see down the road oh yeah he's a great player that signing's worked out other clubs are going to come in for him he's going to be sold and then reinvest that into the squad and that's a continual cycle that keeps going that's a successful player trading model in the summer Bassi and Aribo went brilliant got a lot of money for those it was reinvested somewhat into the squad maybe not in the right, the correct areas particularly in midfield but out with maybe, say Glenn Kamara, for example, because he's the one that's got a couple of years left in his contract, he might command a decent fee, maybe not as high as it was maybe a year and a half ago when he was in top form. But after Glenn Kamara goes, who in that squad realistically can you look at and go, yeah, in six months, a year, 18 months' time, he's going to be sold for 15, 20 million, and that's going to be reinvested in the squad for the next guy to then be sold for big money. I just don't see it. It's drying up already. The value of the squad has seriously dropped down. You guys were talking about Morelos and Kent as well a while ago. We should have sold them at peak value. In hindsight, we should have taken, I think it was 16 million we offered for Morelos a couple of years ago. A successful player trading model is about selling players at peak value and maximising the value out of it. We've not done that apart from Calvin Bassey and Jordi Bo in the summer. So he's not doing an outstanding job. He's doing, quite frankly, a terrible job in my view. Like I said There's a scale From outstanding To terrible And maybe The truth's in the middle Sometimes But um, Yeah well, the, the recruitment Seemed to be getting it In the neck a little bit Today Mark Yeah um, And I think it's quite right I think William Makes a lot of good points here I think he covers A lot of ground uh, and, and going back And trying to assess Where Rangers Have been good And, and no doubt Aribo and Bassey And I know Parson Wasn't Part of their players that they brought through, he was he was already at the club as a young boy, but they still made money off him. But I don't think it has been good enough. And I think in these sorts of situations, AGMs, you need to be careful with the language that you use, not to be too kind of throw away with things like outstanding, because it offends the fans who are sitting in front of you. Quite clearly, seen it's not outstanding. These things are supposed to be about honesty and the fans communicating with the board and and getting some answers, not to try and be duped into. Something they can clearly see Isn't the case uh, I think William's bang on the money I've got to say everything he said there And I'm sure his fellow A lot of his fellow Rangers supporters Would agree with him You were loving William's point Yeah I, I, I could was, see you were getting right I was, I, was, I was with William all the way there um, I, I thought he just made brilliant points And he's right And I think a lot of Rangers supporters Listening to the show tonight Will be nodding their head in their greens Because the transfer um, windows Under Ross Wilson Haven't been great now, they're not disastrous, but they haven't been great. You flip it over to the other side of the city, everyone's come in, hit the ground running, making big impacts, and I think that's where William's looking at the same for his club. And I totally agree with him. You've got to have a, a model now, especially if you're Rangers, buying mm. in at a good price and selling on at peak times. And uh, Rangers have missed the boat in a couple, mm. and I totally understand why they didn't sell it, because they could easily come back with uh, yeah. the argument, well, we thought that we valued them more, that's fine. But good points yeah. from William I mean, to, tonight. To, to, I like be that fair, to be fair, Patterson, Bassi, Aribo as three over the last two windows. It's, pr- it's pretty good, but you would take William's point, okay, what about what comes next then? That's fine. But I think mm. certainly a bit of credit where it's due for the sales over the last two. Maybe the incomings haven't been as uh, successful. William, were there other what other sort of burning issues did you want to hear the board address that, that didn't happen today? A number of things, but, uh, the, the court cases where we, um, you know, we've been sued for nine and a half million pounds, we've also been sued over the Sydney fiasco, things like that. I think, you know, um, I don't think there's been a lot of transparency and sort of clear reasoning on that. We've just been told from the club, especially pulling out the Sydney tournament, there was 
a few contractual obligations that the organisers over there um, didn't meet. Well, what were those? You know, tell us um, why did we get into the situation with the elite group that um, we've gotten into? No one, uh, out of all the questions that was asked, no one put those questions to the board, um, which I thought was strange. I thought it was a brilliant opportunity to put those kind of questions to the board and, yeah, really disappointed that the board weren't taken to task on issues like that. You're a good man, William. Some good points well made. Was that you, by the way, that, did you ask that question about the, the COVID passports? Yeah. I, I had to say Get something. off your chest. Yeah, just say oh, something. That? Oh, I'll tell you during the break. <laughs> if you think I'm going to stand here and explain it, just get yourself on Twitter and you'll see it. Thank you to William. We'll take more of your calls next, so come on. 0141 951 1025. This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here It's 01419511025 And it's Twitter at ClydeSSB Keep your calls coming in uh, And we'll try and get through as many as we can Between now and 8 o'clock We've got a big game uh, kicking off in 10 minutes Between Portugal and Switzerland uh, and incredibly, Cristiano Ronaldo dropped from the Portugal starting eleven tonight. Speaking of insufferable egos, uh, Gordon Diel, you mm. presumably will be. We just turned the TV the other way since you're not interested. Mark only, and I'll just watch. The only thing is, I'm quite interested in one reason, one reason. All right, one. okay. I've got Portugal in the the lad sweep here. So you do. And I can't believe who's come to Morocco. By the way, after oh, listen, we'll deal mm. with that later on. Is it true though? It's nice to to know that this show really cuts through. You know that people remember your cutting edge football analysis. Is it true you were out and about and someone shouted at you that you hate the World Cup? <laughs> I was a nurse today in the hospital in the Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Are you alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, she wasn't too concerned. She was only giving me a bit of lip um, about the World Cup in front of uh, other Wait, members of staff. So you, you in getting a bit of treatment? Everything okay? Yeah it's it's up with you now. Anything you want oh. to share with me Mark Wilson and the listening oh, put nation it, Put it this way If I'm not here on Thursday night I hope you have a lovely show He's <laughs> taking a bit of a sinister turn All of a sudden He's always at the hospital <laughs> This guy He's a hypochondriac um, Yeah I've got to, Yeah I'm, I'm getting in for a little lot Obviously what are you getting done? I don't want to tell you, you Like that? Like that sort of You'll notice lop. You'll notice yeah. the difference When I come back out <laughs> Cosmetic or I'll be minus A little bit of tear in my cartilage Oh, oh that's not that exciting oh, Goodness for that right, When okay. he said minus I knew something no. was getting snipped I just didn't know yeah. It was your cartilage anyway 01419511025 uh, We've been talking about the AGM today <laughs> The thought um, <laughs> Let's go back to the football uh, Talking about the AGM today uh, uh, For Rangers fans What does Paul and Hamilton make of it? Let's find out Paul Hi there, panel. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Pleasure. Uh, and by the way, listen, I don't have a special internet, just to let you know. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, yeah, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I was also a Rangers fan, and um, I was quite impressed with AGM, to be honest with you, because a lot of Rangers fans have been screaming, where's the money gone, where's the money gone? But uh, you had to be realistic. These guys invested in Rangers on the way back over the last 10 years um, and gave, gave them soft loans and s- transferred some of the shares and they were getting dogs abuse because of the Champions League um, with Gio and people saying, where's all the money going? Um, I think you've got to take your hat off to the board. Um, I think they're on the right path. We've recruited, to, as I think, a, a great manager 
Um, and I just think they need to take a wee step back and be realistic. Yeah, I mean, in, t- in terms of financial backing and and helping the club run, certainly some of the numbers today, you, you couldn't doubt that. I think uh, Rangers Deputy Chairman John Bennett spoke about revealing he's given the club a further £10 million overdraft facility. He outlined a £23 million um, commitment to the club. He, he was... I think he was asked about loan repayments. You know, um, in, fact, in fact, I think that question came on behalf of Club 1872. The fan shareholder, who you will remember yesterday, said that they would vote against the re-election of Douglas Park as chairman. Um, but he offered an update of, of his own loan to the club. John Bennett saying um, it's gone from around 13 million outstanding to 8 million over the past year, and so on. Don't sort of get everyone bogged down in figures. So the, yeah, and that side. To be fair to the previous callers, I don't think they were criticising the financial help that certain board members have given the club. Um, but fair enough if Paul wants to come on and, and pay tribute to that. Aye, that's fair enough. I mean, Paul's read into that side. Uh, um, the other supporters who've we've heard from or read from on Twitter have seemed to have dealt with a more black and white approach. What they see in the pitch compared to what was told to them today. Um, and as always going to come back to the big points of recruitment and your players, your saleable assets that you've got just now, because that is how the club, a, a well-functioning club, especially in Scotland, really runs. And I think that's why those before Paul concentrated on those issues rather than whatever loan that Rangers are able to get or whatever overdraft are able to extend. Um Paul, here's what I wonder overall. Did, did, do you think the temperature of the AGM was taken down after the appointment of Michael Beale? Right? Do you think if this had been held a few weeks ago, there would, there would have been much more anger, much more frustration? Do you feel like, although they are completely separate issues, do you think the, the managerial appointment has brought a bit more positivity to the place? Yeah, but, but without a doubt, Gordon, without, without a doubt, I mean, sorry, um, absolutely. Um, listen, the... I think this guy's the real deal. His record is fantastic. Um, and um, I'm hoping that he'll pull us through a bit. The league's over this season, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, in terms of record, he doesn't have much of a managerial record, but mm. if, if Paul's referring to you know, time coaching at the club and, and likes the job he's done, that's that's Paul's take on it. Um, look, that... that Perhaps is the reality of it, Gordon. Does Michael Beale's appointment change anything with regards recruitment? Does it change anything about loans or court cases or whatever? Probably not, but football fans will always be swayed to an extent by that sort of first-team picture. And and like I said, I feel like if this had been a couple of weeks ago, the atmosphere would have been through the roof. Yes, there was mm. testing points for the, the board today. Yes, Ross Wilson got a bit of stick. Um but it wasn't quite the fireworks that it maybe would have been in the week after they had lost to St Mirren, for instance. Yeah, as a board, um, as a member of boards uh, going to AGMs, going, you need positives on your side because you know that there's got to be a lot of negative questions out there. And Paul's quite happy with the fact that Michael Beale was a positive for them getting into that because a lot of Rangers reports now looking forward, they're delighted with the appointment. For me, Michael Beale's still to prove himself as a manager. I wouldn't get too carried away yet, but he's got a reputation, a terrific coach, he knows the club. But I think William, the caller before, who I was very impressed with, was talking about it's, he felt it was a wasted opportunity. Rather than talk about that sort of stuff, 
you know, see the finances of the club have been sued with the Sydney situation, obviously the, the other situation that's happening with Rangers. So I think there was there was one or two questions that Rangers supporters may have left today mm. and thought, I wish someone would have stood up and answered that, uh, asked that to get it answered, to get out of the way. But obviously a positive for the board was the introduction of saying, this is a new manager. You guys are bought into that. You really believe in this guy. Hopefully, we can go forward. Thank you to Paul and Hamilton. Speaking of dodgy questions and dodgy answers, beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. Thescottishsun.co.uk/slash-football. It's of course beat the pundit time. Come on, then. Let's see what you've got for us tonight. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Oh, James Duffy got the business done on a tiebreaker last night Tiebreaker? A five-all draw Good game What a game What a game it was mm. uh, Let's see what we can do tonight then You have until 7 o'clock You have to dial 0141-951-1025 And it could be you who tries to play Beat the Pundit next Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at so 1041951 It's Twitter at Clyde SSB And if you're interested we've just kicked off In the latest round of 16 game at the World Cup Portugal against Switzerland No Ronaldo, he's on the bench And with three and a half minutes gone It is goalless We've been taking your calls on a number of topics so far Before the news we get stuck into Rangers AGM What was asked, what wasn't asked Were you satisfied with the answers? And so on We've had a bit about Celtic transfers uh, Before that And don't forget Every caller who makes it on air tonight Goes into the draw To win a pair of tickets For a tribute night To the Celtic team That stopped 10 in a row In the late 90s It's at the Armadillo in May Special guests from across the team In that era And all you need to do Is get on air and make the point And you go into the hat So I know the way this works Most uh, Well one half of the city That sounds like the perfect night out And the other half You'll probably give the tickets to someone you know But then you'll be very popular So either way Pick up the phone Put your point across Go into the hat uh, And we will play this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Okay Beat the Pundit time Let's see what we've got tonight What a game last night 10 goal thriller 5 all for Jim Duffy And he eventually won it on a tiebreaker Can John Paul do better for the listeners tonight? John Paul Evening Gordon, Mark Gordon um, I fancy taking on Chris Moyles tonight Oh he's taking on Chris oh, Moyles JP I'd forgotten about that <laughs> See now that the jungle's finished I, 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 just, I just drop it You know I forget that it ever existed I get very yeah. invested in it listeners For a couple of weeks know. And then you just go So I forgot you had your lookalike I've got a few lookalikes Has that been successful for you Off the back of I'm a Celebrity A few more A bit, bit more hype A bit more publicity for you When you use you. the word successful How are you using it? Let's not People can book you that. for parties Lookalike Yeah you could do that You Aye. could do, yeah. Just go along with your jungle gear on and Yeah I, I keep telling you I've got a lot of Marty Kemp about me You don't honestly I no, don't mean to burst your no, bubble no. You don't It's the nose I feel and the rest of your face noises. You see the boy at the back Of the studio here He's he's had my he's got against producer Callum tonight. <laughs> he's put a hat on and his beak is about six foot. Why does he have uh, that hat on in here? He's making me. He could sh- he could sure smoking a cigar with that nose. <laughs> All he's going to now do is reuse every joke that he's ever had about his own. Callum, you can't take that. Anyway, right. <laughs> enough. I'm going to toss the coin. If it's heads, it will be Mark Wilson. If it's tails, it will be Gordon DL taking on John Paul tonight. 
And it is tails. Let me see. There you go. Yeah. Chris Moyles. Oh, the best JP. Right, yeah, bought that. Let's give you some play two to <laughs> listen to so that you can't hear what's going on. Some Christmas music, I would imagine, at this time of year. We'll put 30 seconds on the clock, John Paul, and you can pass if you don't know the answer, okay? No bother at all. Good man, your time starts now. Name any squad number Chris Boyd has had with Rangers. Nine. Which Celtic manager sold and subsequently rebought Sean Maloney? Mark Maneal. Name a current Hearts player who's previously been the Scottish Championship's top scorer. Pass. Who played more league games for Rangers, Ryan Kent or Ryan Jack? Ryan Kent. The Premiership started in 2013. Name any side from that season who's no longer in the top flight. Uh, Name any English side that Chris Commons played for. Oh, Barnsley. Okay, let's bring back Gordon Diel. Can you hear us? I can now. What were you getting? Christmas tune? I don't know what that was. Of course he doesn't, honestly. It was a bit too upbeat for me. It wasn't a Christmas song, no? No, no. Right, right. 30 seconds, are you ready? Uh, Yes. Name any squad number that Chris Boyd had with Rangers. Nine. Which Celtic manager sold and subsequently rebought Sean Maloney? Martin O'Neill. Name a Hearts player, a current Hearts player who's previously been the Scottish Championship's top scorer. Shanklin. Who has played more league games for Rangers, Ryan Kent or Ryan Jack? Ryan Kent. The Premiership started in 2013. Mm-hmm. Name any side from that season who are no longer in the top flight. Ross County. Name any English side that Chris Commons played for quick Played with Derby Okay What do you think John Paul? Uh, I think he's just Ross County <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> for Hamilton Ackies I take my answer Lovie. back Lovie as well. That's not right either Right okay and JP. None of you are okay, right we'll Stop shouting out wrong answers He's another one no, JP because Livingston quick. are in it You go first Livingston are in it United Dundee Dundee JP No Right stop (laughs) (laughs) Name any squad number Chris Boyd has had with Rangers You had the choice of 27 15 Or 9 Which you both got You both thought that it was Martin Neal That sold and bought Sean Maloney Strachan Gordon Strachan Okay Martin you played then Was uh, Martin Neal debut Or was that still too no, Neil gave him his debut. Yeah, I thought yeah. that. Um, name any Hearts current Hearts player who's previously been the Scottish Championship's top scorer. You had the choice of Liam Boyce, Shanklin, with or there. Lawrence Shanklin. Yeah. Dundee United and there. Actually. Did you get that, JP? No, another mate. You're one behind. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Kent has played 21 more games than Ryan Jack. You both got oh, that. That's easy. The Premiership started in 2013. Name any side from that season who are no longer in the top flight. Dundee. Here, here, no, no. Well, stop it. It's Partick Thistle. Inverness. 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 JP got Partick oh! Thistle. No! <laughs> oh, well done, JP. I'm a level. We won't be in a minute. Here's the stat you never needed. It was the first ever game of the Premiership era not Partick Thistle against Dundee United? At Firhill I was Because I think I was there Were mm. you playing in it? No I wasn't I think Come it was on, maybe I'm the Friday night here. And the first time I saw Andy Robertson Playing for Dundee United I'd yep. seen him Anyway Send you all to sleep um, And it all comes down to the last question Chris Commons How many What English sides has he played for? You had the choice of Stoke Or Nottingham Forest Let me Derby Or Derby Don't tell me he got that 
He didn't get yeah! it. Yeah! Hold on a minute. Get in there! Oh, <laughs> Remember that one, JP, a minute ago? <laughs> See you, wee guy. Hard lines, John Paul. He's pipped you 4 3. Good man. Good game, JP. Good unlucky. Just, oh, I'm a, I'm a roll, by the way. Good, because you were hopeless at getting the Bush Tucker trials in the jungle. <laughs> I'm so not really caring. Got, got hey. a few stars for the pundits tonight. I'm flying the flag for me and this guy to my right here because he's. Did you lose last time? Oh, he's been losing all the time. You you look at the record. I'll bet you I'm right up there. No, I'll tell you what. There's a concerning um, winning streak for the pundits on the go at the moment. It's lasting quite a while. That was a good game. I was. That was, was head to head. That was good. Ground I, it out. I liked it. Last minute winner, really. Yeah. You were like the Partick Thistle goalie at the weekend. Just up for just the, the winner. We JP the... was sitting at his couch thinking, I might go to a tiebreaker. Right, get Google on. I'll see you later. We had a good debate on last night's show. Who is the true man of the weekend? Jamie Sneddon mm. for scoring a 95th minute winner from goalkeeper or Cammy Devlin for landing Messi strip oh without playing? Oh, my goodness. Cammy Devlin's it incredible It made me sick seeing that. Why? Why? What do you mean, why? This is a guy who's not put. No. Why? Why would I be? What's the saying about shy kids? Don't get any sweets, yeah. That is the greatest sweet of all time. (laughs) Messi's strip for his thousands appearance when he scores and he gives it to a guy who's not played one minute in the World Cup. But he's a part of the World Cup, Mark. Oh, shut up. Listen, feel happy for him. See, that was me. That would be in eBay before I'm even touching down at Glasgow. How's he even managed that? Did we get a back? You've got to be clever You store that you away Pension right. Pension time Did yeah. we even get a backstory Of how he managed it He genuinely or? just said There was only a couple of quotes Appeared um, Once he's back I'm sure he'll speak to the Scottish press At length about it um, Genuinely just realised That no one else had asked So he just thought he would ask That's ridiculous I mean Talk about winning the lottery Why not? Correct And do you know I I honestly can understand Why nobody would ask Because obviously You're, you're intimidated a bit, Exactly Exactly mm-hmm. Happened to me a lot it's the fact that he gave him his messy his shirt as well. He's got devil. He's away. Well, back. hold on. I he's gave my shirt to Danny Alves and he handed it back. He's got devil in his hotel room now. <laughs> I, funnily enough, I did a QA with. It was such a weird duo, right? Cammy Devlin and Colin Henry. Don't ask what brought those two together, right? Um, but a couple of months back, and poor Cammy felt. It was the questions were all like, "Who's the hardest player you've played against?" So Colin Hendry was Sheer, going R nine Ronaldo, oh, so and then Cammy <sighs> Devlin was saying Joe Aribo. With no disrespect to Joe Aribo, who's a perfect, <laughs> so he's, he's a perfectly good player, but he's come on, right, <laughs> levels. Um, in training. <laughs> and, but do you know what? We live a wee story now. You can That's a good that story. Bag in future. Ah, well done, there, lad. He had uh, uh, bravery to go and ask. Glad him. you went b- bravery. Uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking, thinking there uh, bravery to go and ask, and a reward for him. Brilliant He'll treasure that oh, Absolutely ah, Portugal nil Switzerland nil 13 gone No Cristiano Ronaldo Mark Wilson By the way What about the amount of photographers Round him It just Goes to show you The, the press that this guy demands His team are singing the national anthem And he must have about 40 photographers on front of him On the bench But I wonder I just wonder If it'll make Portugal better Lift the pressure Off them I don't think he's been Eye-catching this World Cup But um, uh, these games last a long time With extra time It might just be The match winner nah, One of the best players in the world It doesn't make you better Mark. I know that sometimes you think oh, he's, a, he's a hard work But 
he's proved it time and time again, and I'm, I'm, I'm on Ronaldo. You're in Portugal side. in the sweepstake, though. Of course. Yeah, and I want my best players out there. I'd show the manager. Is he still the best player for Portugal? No. Still. I think he's most important But yeah. you know He don't even watch the World Cup Why yeah. are you even asking this guy He's not got a club What he's I will unemployed. say He's just going to pick up 200 odd million On his next contract Can we please go Where others won't And let's not even pretend There's a debate about this Some of the nonsense I've seen Throughout the day Can we all agree There is nothing wrong With Brazil dancing When they go and score a goal Are we all in favour of that Yes, I'm a hundred percent. I think Roy it. Keane got that I one. Like What's it, happening yeah. to the world? Roy's, yeah, that's Roy's right. a bit grumpy. That's that one. Why does everything need to get turned into a stupid? No, debate I loved, I loved, right uh, I love the manager taking part in that. I mean, what age is he? He must be pushing seventy, and he's still giving it the old pigeon dance. But the, the whole thing, oh, it's disrespectful. That's the point after of the World Cup. You want to see Brazil bringing a bit of their cultural flair to proceedings? Do you not? Must yeah. admit, I think South Korea helped him with that. Well, I, I was going to say four v four at the back. I don't know about the defensive coordination. <laughs> yeah, they that obviously like the new dance. Um, hi, yeah, they couldn't get nothing in the first half. <laughs> By the way, seeing seeing that sees the game more on, and you took South Korea's chances. They could have scored three or four yeah, themselves. Took their foot off the gas, didn't they? Silver. Carefree by that that Brazil favourites, and I've got them in the sweep. No, I don't know. I am I the really, favourite. I think I think England are looking good. I'm telling you, Kane's banged one in, help give him the confidence. They've got good pace, they've got good subs coming on. Sounds like um, you know a lot for a about guy something that you don't watch the World Cup. Well, I know that. the players, I don't really, I couldn't tell you a lot about. You just said the subs coming on and the, he's right, Harry Kane's banged <laughs> one in. Well, he did score, didn't he? So how do you know about the subs coming on? Because I know what's on their bench, Grealish and people like that. So... Just admit you're a big closet England fan, right? I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to tell you now, I'd, I'd be very happy for England to win the World Cup. I, oh. I, I like England. I've got a lot of ties with yeah. England. I played down there. I've got a lot of still good friends at the city. So, yeah, I would like England to go and uh, lift the World Cup. Uh, right, let's... Get <laughs> <Headline> no more. <laughs> let's bring in Andy, who's uh, on the line. Hi, Andy, what's your point tonight? Couples are watching for Gordon, but that's that's it done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I've got a couple of points if that's okay. Um, the first one really is just about you, you guys know I always phone up another competition and I just talk nonsense, so I got in that draw. So if I keep going <laughs> well on, done, Andy, cut me, just, just cut me off at any point. Right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my first my first point is that it's I think it's really quite refreshing, and I'm looking at Celtic's transfer policy. And, and I'm looking at potentially the next couple of transfer windows when obviously they've opened up doors within uh, Asia, Eastern Europe and places like that, and obviously North America now as well. But see the fact that four of the players uh, from the Celtic squad went along and got to the last 32 and won in the last 16, obviously. See when negotiations are happening with younger players who've got a bit of talent and potentially got a couple of clubs that they've got options of. Do you think that gives Celtic a good selling option to say, look, your players are coming in here. We know it's a stepping stone. But while they're on that stem stone, they're still getting to the World Cup. I think it's a really good thing for the club. Of course it is. I think when they're continually play at that high level in the latter stages of tournaments, yeah, of course, because it's it's not as if they're just going out and buying anybody. You know that that are projects. Well, some of them are projects, of course, but they've shown that they can mix at the top level. Now, when they get the opportunity to play in the Champions League, that's the big thing. That's how they get the recognition then to represent their national team. Continuously as well If Juranovic And maybe came to Celtic And Celtic weren't playing At the top level You just mm. Would you wonder If someone would be selected ahead? 
It could yeah. be possible I mean, he, like, he's, he was on clearly the creation radar before he came But yeah. do, you, do you think this season in the Champions League sort of, Even though Celtic didn't have a brilliant time of it It still gives you a, gives you a foothold at, at that level I always think it is I mean even a year before that Playing in the Europa League um, He's still playing at a great level At, at club football and managers, you know, these national managers, look at that, they bring the best players together and then they're used to playing at the level when they get to the tournament. And uh, I, I listen, I think it's great. Now, it's, it's worked out great for you know, Celtic and Juranovic in, in this instance because if they're selling them, what they buy for 2.5 million something, run about that, then they're going to get a whole lot more for them. And the further they go in this competition, mm. that price, you can just keep adding zeros onto that. Um is it just a bonus scoring? I mean, I've, I've heard obviously clubs bringing players to the table, and then they would say, "Okay, look at what, um, look at you know, if you're Celtic, look at what Kieran Tierney's done. You can, mm. we can, or Musa Dembele or whoever we can, we can be your step to that next level. Rangers might try and do it now with Nathan Patterson or Calvin Bassey or whatever. Um, would would they use the sort of international thing as a, as an incentive as well, or a, a talking point, a, a selling point? Oh yeah, 100% Because your stock rises Of course it does If you're playing international football If you're playing in the biggest tournament in, in the world The World Cup If you're progressing Which Croatia adds um, Listen, I'll certainly not do you any harm And the one thing Juranovic has got on his side Is he's a very talented fullback And he's the number one choice as well So um, it has been a real good bit of business Whether they, they keep him or they sell them And if they're going to sell them They're certainly going to make profit What was your other point Andy? I, I don't usually uh, Like speaking about Rangers But I, I, I'm a, a big fan of the show Particularly the Thursday night I'm just saying, I, I really enjoy listening to the guys um, However I've been listening to the last week or so And I'm actually getting a wee bit frustrated With just about every person who Comments, most not particularly the callers But the, the, the experts if you like And the, the consensus is that Rangers can only get better and I just don't understand where that sentiment can come from. There's no evidence for it. In fact, I would go as far as to say that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst wasn't really that bad a manager. I looked there and it looks like his, his win rate was like 61% win rate. Stephen Gerrard's was 63 I think Bill, uh, I don't think I looked at it, Bill was like 40% when he QPR. When you look at Van Bronckhurst's record, that 61% win ratio included six games in the Champions League and they're in the European final. So, I mean, I think in terms of domestic, it was only St. Johnson that beat him out with Celtic. So I think uh, for everybody to pundits and stuff to get so excited about this guy coming in and saying that it can only get better. And I remember when Celtic uh, stopped 10 in a row, a fantastic day I was there and hopefully I can get tickets to see that. But <laughs> 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 well, what I was going to say was after that, when Bum Jansen left, we brought in Dr. Joe, it didn't work, we brought in Wim Janssen didn't work, Kendall Gleish was there for a while. It wasn't until we brought an established manager in Martin O'Neill that we were able to look forward. And I, I, I do believe that Rangers might be in for a shock. I don't know, I obviously don't know, but I'd be very surprised if Michael Beale is even as successful as Van Gronkers. Well, time will tell. Uh, uh, of course, it depends what they're up against as well. You know, if Celtic continue on the trajectory that they're on just now under Postacoglu, well, it's, it's going to be hard to close the gap. If Celtic stutter or stop their progression, then I, I believe Bill 
it can get them better. Now I know he's not got a proven track record as a manager, but I, I believe the style and the pace that Rangers were playing at wasn't anywhere near good enough to keep up with Celtic in this league, and that's why the change was made. But if Celtic keep going the way they are, then it's going to be hard to close the gap. Never mind who you get in to the job. You know, you sign better players, maybe that can help you. But Celtic are by far the best team in the country. The strongest team in the country in terms of positional and squad, and maybe Rangers getting a few players back for injury might help them. But they're a long way to go. Do you to think Celtic. Rangers can only get better? No, I've sat in the fence with, with Michael Wheel for day one. Um, I think there's positives. Mm. Um, I.e., he's been at the club, knows the players, everybody talks about his coaching ability. Negatives is at this moment in time, I think Rangers would probably need a strong leader, a manager. Uh, there's more to. Being the manager of Rangers mm. and just coaching, so I'm in the fence. Yeah, but and is, it, like is there not more? Just overall, though, is there not more to it than just the manager? Because at some point, and I know that I'm not saying this is the only reason that they've fallen behind Celtic. Of course not. But at some point, in the relative short term, Connor Goldson will return, mm-hmm. and Tom Lawrence will return, and Yilmaz will return, or whatever. Well, you know, whatever players are out. So, um, surely that is th- a sort of natural upturn. I think. I think your point of. Uh, Decent players and important players to Rangers return to the squad will enhance their chances of being better. Um, they've got a good squad, Rangers. Let's not be kidded here. They've got a good squad. Um, I didn't. Van Bronckhurst, I think the Rangers fans had switched off with the style of play, first and foremost. I think Beale will change that. Um, but he's coming in as an untried, really, as a manager. He's not had a lot of games as a manager. And it's completely different. Yes, he will love. The hands-on Monday to Friday on the training ground if the game's on a Saturday. But when you become the manager and he puts the suit on that he's got to do and stand the the, the, the touchline and every decision is yours and the most important one, that's when he learns his trade for me. And it'll be interesting to see how he does. But the Rangers fans have got great hope that he'll do well at Rangers. Thanks, Andy. We'll need to leave it there because we're late. But don't worry, you're in the hat for the tickets, OK? Cheers, mate. Good man, that was Andy. Uh, on the phone lines Before we go any further And you can help me out On this one tonight Mark Wilson Cash for Kids Mission Christmas It's J&D Pierce Structural steelwork specialists Proud to support The local community What a prize We've got for you And It's going to make a Big difference to local children In Glasgow and the West At the same time So what is not to like Thanks to the good folks At Arnold Clark We've got a brand new car To be won And it's a 72 plate Mercedes A-Class No less A 180 AMG line Premium hatchback And Mark Wilson You and I went to see it yesterday We sat in it We checked out all the features We even drove it briefly It is magnificent Beautiful Top of the range 64 ambient colours in there Is that right? 64 <laughs> ambient light settings oh, It's got it's dynamic like Dynamic select Gordon DL If you want sport mode Comfort mode It's all there uh, I had the wrong radio station When we got in it by the way mm. That's something we need to yeah. To fix uh, For next time We learned everything There is to know Par- about this car Parks itself Parks itself How about that? You ever you seen that? Your parking's horrendous yeah. So you're allowed to just get out Go to the shop I mean you need to sit in it, it goes, Hope you don't ah. win this But you can sit back And park yourself Park assist What level What level in this car park <laughs> Stop the check that go to But seriously It is, it is Yeah what a prize top drawer isn't it Amazing and the, It's an incredible car And an incredible chance to win Because all you need to do Is text car C-A-R To 84901 You donate £5 to cash for kids Every penny goes to children On our doorstep Who need it the most and you might 
You have a brand new Merc to show for it It is the ultimate win win So the texts do cost One standard network rate message Plus that £5 donation Entries close 6pm Saturday The 17th of December But my goodness Do not run the risk Of being too late for this You might as well get your Entry in now Over 18s only Full T's and C's At Clyde1.com So to recap A brand new 72 plate Mercedes A-Class It is a fantastic car And you can win it By texting C-A-R To 84901 Good luck Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson Gordon DL Both here We're about to take more calls As well Let me give you tonight's teaser The Crazy Pony Has sent this in And it is difficult Please do your best To listen to the question I've only got One or two reads in me I'm not going to keep Going all night Speaking of which though Okay. I think we should do a quiz on Thursday night. No. Of the quizzes. No Thursday. No this Thursday. I thought we were going to do one earlier. See the I, amount of see the amount of people that tell me that lockdown quizzes made their lockdown yeah. bearable. And obviously we don't want to do it too often, don't want to kick the backside out of it. But no. it's the World Cup break. Look, we've had a busy few weeks talking about Rangers. This week will be a bit quieter. Surely one. Yeah. One hour, right? We'll take calls, six to seven. Oh. We'll do Just the quiz seven the to eight. One hour. On Thursday, is that too much to ask? Just likes the quiz. <laughs> Bin the calls, do it for two hours. Just what because quiz. it's all about him. We could I'm just like do it for two hours. No, I the quiz. No, I'm not very good. We'll just do one on Thursday, though. No, we'll get it in the diary. No. Come on, right? Agree, producer yeah. Callum. Yes, yeah. thumbs up. Good. Right, we'll get that sorted. Make um, sure to get your team name ready. Right, listen to this for tonight. Alistair Johnson is the first Canadian international in the modern era to sign for Celtic. Name the previous ten players. Who were the first players capped by their country to play for Celtic? Right? I cannot believe you. What? I'm writing down the Scotland team. Oh, that was Morocco. a different question. That was a different <laughs> question. Forget that. I was just talking to myself during the break. <laughs> that was a different question. <laughs> Alistair Johnson became the first, <laughs> first Canadian international in the modern era to sign for Celtic. Can you name the previous 10 players? Who were the first player capped by their country Any country To play for Celtic So they must have been capped Before signing You're looking at me confused And it is tough right I've not got a clue I, I think once you start getting the answers Give us one So just start thinking about random Celtic It's the last ten So start thinking about random Celtic players From sort of random countries That have played recently And think Were, were they the first player from that country to be signed And you'll get them I know it sounds Bolo hard Bolo uh, No go even, more, oh, even more recently than oh, that Oh recently Right yeah. okay Wanyama one No yeah, No oh. Um. Hagzabanovic Exactly There we so go So he is the first Montenegrin international yeah. To sign for Celtic So I look I know that question sounds hard But see once you start getting them Oh um, Burnaby Not capped though Oh I was so you know? close And they have to have been capped Before they got here Who did Lax help play for? Yes, yes That was my next one There no. we are the most famous braids in Scottish football Aye. history mm-hmm. So there we are So Uruguay uh, We've got Haksibanovic was the first Montenegrin international to sign for Celtic Laxalt was the first Uruguayan So along those lines Oh right I've got it now Samaras? No Who was the other Greek? I have no idea Ooh. Or he's not in the last 10 Right yeah, Quite okay. simply It right. might be something like that And he, he might not have been capped before he arrived But he probably was Yeah Any, any more? Any more? Come on, da. Goalie in there, <laughs> You love a goalie, don't you? No, not tonight. No, no. Not tonight. Um, 
like your silence Incidentally Portugal have gone 2-0 up Against Switzerland um, Pepe has scored a 39 years of age Mark Wilson Yeah He is How many years older than you? Uh, one Yeah One year older And he's still scoring in the World, in the World Cup 2-0 I'll let you know What about um, Key No Chaduri No well, You'll love a Chaduri Again probably just not in the last 10 in. They're all more recent than that you oh, can't. Really? Mm-hmm. 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 No. No. no, 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 no. Okay, I'll give you more thinking time. Let's bring in Imogen, who is a Celtic fan from Helens. But what's your point tonight, Imogen? Um, I'd just like your guys' professional um, opinion on uh, this question here. Um, would you say Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not? <laughs> wow! Uh, uh, please don't ask me if I mean, I'm answering. We've been that asked one. him. Qu- uh, answer, Imogen. Come on! I always say you can ask. Uh, is Die you Hard want. a Christmas movie? Absolutely uh, yes. not. Yes, as a Christmas no, it's movie. Not. No, it's not. Hold on a minute. He has a Christmas party. He's got a Christmas party. John McClane. Party has a Christmas movie. It's not. Let me, it's let Christmas? me clarify. It's not a Christmas movie. How is it not a Christmas movie? It's not. It came out at Christmas. So what's the criteria? What, right, okay. Well, it's Any Christmas mention party. of Christmas for you, and then. Is, yeah. he's good. Yeah, he has a Christmas uh, jumper in his drawer, Christmas movie. So you're not having it? Nah, I don't think so, no. Action like Bruce Willis, Christmas movie. The Santa hats and that in it, is there no? No, no. It is. This is one of these debates, right? You know, the ones like uh, the people are, it's demanded of you that you pick a side. Yeah. Sorry, Imogen. I don't care. I, honestly, I don't feel that oh, strongly about what's it. Imogen thinking? Are you, are I just you feel for like, or against? I, Imogen, yeah, what's your professional opinion? Because these two are clueless. Yeah, I would, I would say it's a Christmas movie. Yes. Because there's like Christmas trees and that in the background, so. Oh, ah, See, I've got a very loose criteria. I still, I bet you, I think it needs to feel a bit festive. There's nothing about it festive. When John McLean's run about the towers with a machine gun, what's not Christmas yeah, about exactly. that? Yeah, exactly. got a Santa hat Drop all the time. Imogen makes a good point there. If there's Christmas tunes in it, and there was in the background, yeah, nah, that makes it that. Christmas. Mm. Well done, Imogen. Case mm. closed. Imogen, how old are you? You sound very young. Uh, 12. But you've seen Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. My dad's a big fan. Well, he, does he think it's a Christmas film? Uh, I think so, yeah mm. It's a split in here, you're not having it at all? Nah, nah, I'm not really into that sort of I wouldn't sit down with my my jammies on and go Right, I'll watch a Christmas film Oh, I know what I'll watch Die <laughs> Get me right in the mood Die, yeah. I thought we? he'd be the opposite He would sit in his vest Like <laughs> Bruce Willis <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Rab C. Nisbet <laughs> <laughs> That's more like the hanky in the head uh, Nah, it's not for me And, and I think I like, Die Hard too. Uh, That's also Christmas right, What has happened to your Imogen? Nonsense. Thank you for your call You're in the hat for the tickets by the way And I don't, I like think, I don't think we've got any further on this <laughs> It's the best one of the night The great, the great debate uh, Let's bring in Paul Paul, if you ask about any Christmas film, you're getting cut straight off. What's your point tonight? My point was Joseph Uranus. <laughs> Good, that's more like it. By the way, they're not experts on this either, um, but go for it. I'm just curious. There's a lot obviously been said that he's, I don't know if he's looking for a move or Mr. Coglu's just went shot at him for the money, but I don't even know if there's any figures put in or anything else. Don't know much about it. There's not much been said. Yeah, that, that is kind of true, Mark. Everyone's like assumes he leaves and there's always been speculation and interest and, and paper talk in terms of concrete Ange Postacoglu it's just not his style it's bit, we're not speaking to him a lot just now anyway but even if we were uh, it's not his style to be completely drawn on it but, I mean what do you mean Paul then do you still think that that 
maybe is there is there a bit of doubt? You, you think it's not set in stone that he'll leave, or do you just think it's all been kept a bit under wraps? I think it's maybe under wraps. I don't know. Kind of smoke mirrors type of thing. I'm saying no. We're bringing all this Alistair Johnston in and whatever other players have got in the brought that was I don't know Chinese the Japanese boy. And Iranovic just seems to suss us to the tap again and says uh, he's basically going out the door. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was well, Ange Postacoglu. It's the Japanese market he's gone into again. It's been very popular for him uh, in his time at the club. Mark, the, the thing that does change the Iranovic situation from the question of is it complete speculation, the thing that elevates it out of that is the signing of Alistair yeah, Johnson. I think Jackie so. Jackie Marcus can stay there. He can stay in his little pool of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, but it's different, isn't it? Well, as when that signing came in, I think everybody just kind of. You know, joined the dots and thought, well, it must be the case. I think if Ralston had been performing poorer than he is, and he was really struggling when he came in, you could then maybe make an argument that Ange Postecoglou just wants to add a bit more strength to that area. But when Juranovic hasn't been in the team, Ralston's been every bit as effective. So there's no need to have three right backs who. Two which are international standard Who've played in the World Cup And the other's a, a very good backup for them There's They might no go need to the it. next World Cup When Scotland qualify Well, here's hoping, fingers crossed So, I mean When the agent starts making noise in the summer About Juranovic I'm sure we heard clubs like Man United And things getting bandied about But where Juranovic will go to that level I don't know But I think there's certainly a a decent move that will bring big money. We've seen in the past that doesn't take a player to go to the English Premier League to demand big money. Frimpong, for instance, how many games did he play for Celtic? And he went, was it 11, 12 million pounds he got for the club? Looks like if he's about to kick on again, yeah, perhaps as well. If there's anything like that for Juranovic, what an outstanding piece of business for a, a couple of years, 2.5 million mm. to plus 10 for a defender. Great business. Yeah. I said I said earlier that the manager is getting backed all the way, but he's got to be fair with the board and and try and balance the books a little bit. Um, Matt's right. If you've got a a hot bit of property that people are interested in, prepared to pay you over the odds, maybe uh, you got them at a decent price. You brought in a replacement. You've got Ralston as Mark highlighted there, playing well at the right back uh, position. Then I think it makes good business. I think Juranovic is a terrific player, but if you're getting the money and everything's right and all the boxes are ticked, I think it's good business for Celtic. Cheers, Paul. Paul goes into the hat for the tickets as well. How are you two faring on this teaser? We're looking for the last 10 play after Alistair Johnson became the first Canadian international to sign for Celtic. Can you name the previous 10 players who were the first players capped by their country to play for Celtic? Sounds confusing, but see when you hear some of the answers. So Haksibanovic is the first. International from Montenegro Diego Laxal was the first from Uruguay So we're just think of recent Celtic players From random countries Oh That's all good you shout know. Yeah Honduras is nah, a Gary. he's not in the last 10 though oh. Oh. I was going to say Zeng Z But that's no, obviously not on, in the last I told 10. you they're all much more recent than that Right <sighs> That was mm. Oh The lad that scored in the World Cup uh, Centre forward Timothy Weir. Weir Timothy Weir Well done yeah, so He was the first yeah. American international To sign for Celtic yes. Was it really? Yeah Did you not know that? Oh yeah yeah. I was yeah. going to say I played with an American guy But he didn't have a cap That's right Okay yeah. Any more? 
Nope. I'm just going round the globe right. just now. Oh, that'll be good for you. A man with your outstanding <laughs> geographical know-how. Give Columbus. Give me a while like a bag to you. <laughs> we'll uh, get the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here. It's still Portugal 2, Switzerland 0 at the World Cup. And you can still get in touch on the phones or on Twitter. Now, if you want to submit a teaser question and try and catch the guys out, it's just a bit of fun. We do at the end of the show. Uh, you can send the question into fulltime at Clyde1.com. The crazy pony did it tonight. Alistair Johnson became the first Canadian international in the modern era to sign for Celtic last week. Can you name the last 10 players who arrived at the club as the first player capped by their country to play for Celtic? I know that's a bit wordy, I know it sounds tough. I'll give you some of these answers and it will all make sense. Sead Haksabanovic is the first Montenegrin international to play for Celtic, right? So he's clearly in the last 10 because he's at the club at the moment. Diego Laxalt was the first Uruguayan international to play for Celtic. Timothy Weah, same for the USA. Any more during the break? There's a right back in there and I can't remember his name. Brilliant, great input. Um, yeah, yeah. Wakaso, right? <laughs> I feel like Wakaso is the he's answer to every teaser. Malumbu. Well done. Yeah. Can um, you tell me where Malumbu was capped? What country? And his country. Um You're right anyway, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Congo. Um played against Celtic this year. Sved. Ukraine. I think he was the first Ukrainian. Mm, well, I can't think of any others. He was the first. Well done. Right. And that's six. Another one. Full back you're on about is it Gamboa? The first Costa Rican Costa international. Rican, well yeah. done. You don't know as daft as you look. Was, I, I think what, there's another uh, one there that we found. Uh, El, El Kaduri, no. Oh, nah, that's it. no, 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 no. Too far back. Ah. That was a good guess. Where was he from again? Oh, no idea. See, Morocco, no. <laughs> I think it was that. Morocco. Actually. There's an Austrian in there. The lad. Um, you think there's an, What makes you think there's an Austrian? Because I I know there's an Austrian in there. To be fair, you are actually right. I don't know how you could uh, know that, but you are. Uh, Mo, uh, Morris Morris Bauer or something? Am I correct in that? Morris Bauer, most it, famous. See Austrian. Yeah, and remember he got smashed by <laughs> Jordan Jones, and Stephen Gerrard was raging at him. Am I right yeah. with that? Yeah, is he right with that? How's he done that? Where has he produced that? Gordon DL. I kept telling there was a that right back in my magnificent. And you How know I'm not anywhere that? near my my phone, so I can't I can't look at that. <laughs> It's amazing just, as well Because you were just telling me You thought Tom Rogic Was capped by Austria No no no, no. <laughs> You have to get through Absolutely amazing You've got to get the list <laughs> Narrowed down Do you know You don't get any credit at all, That's a brilliant answer that is, That's outstanding How many more have you got to go? Two I think Anyway half time Portugal 2 Switzerland nil. Can we all agree Portugal are better Without Cristiano Ronaldo? Yeah. Ronaldo era is over much Portugal are much better Why? You think he's still got I think he's just still a part to play, Mark. Yeah, you don't uh, you don't have his ability, but they've certainly played well tonight uh, in the first half. Two 0 should see them through and keeps my hopes alive in the sweep. Who do they play then? Morocco next if they're through. Go and consult yeah. the wall chart. Oh, have we got a wall chart. Yeah, we do. Mm. I think I think you're right. Um, oh, I mean, it's not been updated since like November, but nevertheless, it is Morocco. It is. It is indeed. Oh, you so, might see your man then, and that's surely a place in the semi-finals for Ronaldo. I, th- I thought Morocco battled brilliantly today. Underdogs against Spain that everybody had. How bad are the penalties, though? Right, some look. I've not. 
I don't have the statistical know-how here So it can't be that difficult Someone do my homework for me What's the penalty success rate like at this World Cup? I want I want shootouts included And mm. how does that compare to World Cups? Because it just feels like there's a lot being missed No? Yeah, and the technique has now oh, changed the stutter. the stutter or the the casual kind of walk up and look at the goalkeeper Doesn't seem to be working for most Saying that Neymar was alright with it last you night You would think it? it'd be a little bit more easier A bit more advantage for a penalty kick taker Because the goalkeeper really has got to stay on that line In olden days he could have flying out and made the angles a lot uh, narrower the thing, it just feels like they're bad penalties Terrible. To be fair, I think Messi's against... Poland was a decent enough penalty mm-hmm. And that was a very good save Yeah But it feels like th- So Spain missed all three today mm-hmm. Alright Yeah In the shootout They, they lost 3-0 Japan, Japan missed Japan missed Three as well Three I was think yesterday? Yeah. They were rubbish penalties yeah. I mean one of Spain's hit the post today But the other two were rotten Um, Not a good standard is it And then we've even had ones That have been retaken luckily Lewandowski's was hopeless oh, But he got, he got to retake yeah. it So that won't count on the, got the record say, the, the one that won it Tonight for Morocco is Oh he's dinked it I know the pressure's off a wee bit But he's dinked it down the middle Which how's is your, quite good How's your composure? You you wouldn't have had the ability To, Never to do that I, I wouldn't have tried that no Especially when my country was relying on me <laughs> You're most more an instinctive player you, I'd The old curly toe Wouldn't they have served you well Side foot to the goalkeeper's left Always My success rate was brilliant Just open up the body Just open up the body Like a young Thierry Henry Yeah Pick that out Two people you've <laughs> literally never <laughs> ever mentioned In the wow. same sentence oh, And that trending on Twitter <laughs> so, so Terry Henry stumbles across <laughs> it Who's this Gordon DL I'm being mentioned By alongside the, I feel like we're nearly there right? There's a bit to go In nine days time You two will be in here It'll be the Clyde One Christmas party And we'll be we'll missing be, it by woo-hoo. the way For what it's worth uh-huh. But Rangers Hibs Nine days the Scottish Premiership returns I think we've done well to get to this stage Yeah, Relatively I'm, unscathed I'm, I, I've got to say, I know that's highlighted I don't like, and I don't like the World Cup, I think it's been poor. I'm looking forward to a return 